0: You've been, like, actually having your first wallet, when? Well?
1: 2009, focused on multi-chain by default. In order to have a Web3, all the networks has to be united. Like, it has to be, like, one Web3 infrastructure. So you cannot unite the network without standardization. Web3 is uh, much more than just crypto and blockchain, that Web3 is actually an infrastructure for the next society. Hi, Alex. Hi, Violeta.
0: So today we have uh, with us um, a WebTree uh, founder from Belarus, right? So you are already 10 years in web WebTree development. So from 2013, you have been found a founder of five startups and you have raised eight million in total for all your startups. Wow, that is impressive. And today I would like to talk about uh, Web tree. I continue how to build in web tree because we are in a bear market and it's a time to build. So let's start about talking about building. You're a developer, right?
1: Yeah, I would say I'm an engineer by heart, uh, and I used to be a developer. But for last uh, fourteen years, I mostly focused on design and distributed systems architecture. Uh, and this is what actually led me to blockchain industry, because blockchain is just a distributed system. And this is what I've been doing even before blockchain. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's how I came to the industry.
0: Yeah. And you started in 2013. So how did the uh, WebTree infrastructure look like before? And now, 10 years later, like what has changed?
1: I would say that it has changed dramatically and that 2013 actually was just the beginning, just the beginning of uh, kind of smart contracts age. It was just, it wasn't in, in, in the air, Ethereum was not a thing yet. And basically the whole development on a crypto was either you take a Bitcoin and fork it and launch a Litecoin, like Dogecoin, like whatever else, or you think about actual values which blockchain can bring and you develop something on top of it. But like at that time, it was mostly scripting languages in in Bitcoin. So I would say it was like almost none like development happening in Web3. It was not even called like this that time. It was just crypto. It was not even called uh, blockchain because like blockchain came later when people started to develop blockchains and like embed some business logic there.
0: Yeah, and uh, what about now? Like, how the Web3 infrastructure looks now? What do you think in terms of, like, the progress of 10 years? uh, How do you think we will see the development of the uh, infrastructure?
1: Yeah, so, like, now we have already, um, like, a lot being built in Web3 industry, but I will say that it's still web 2.5 because in order to have a web 3 all the networks has to be united like it has to be like one web 3 infrastructure and uh, and but we already have like a lot of applications being developed we have already a lot of um, primitives a lot of technologies being developed like people who uh, who are in web 3 industry they already have like, you know, segments, like someone is building like privacy solutions, someone's building decentralized finance, someone is building like NFTs, like someone is building infrastructure, like some for aggregation of data, there's like so many different things which being built in Web3 right now. I would say is that almost all the major components of Web3 already being built, like almost finished, but it's just a matter of time when we will have like a switch of the industry from being segregated to become a united one.
0: Interesting. And what about like the um, layer one solutions? So there is like so many of them. Do you think that they will be like or like one like will be like layer one and then we will be building on top of that or do you think that we'll go like two different so like
1: no in future we will not even talk about layer ones Uh, so and i do not call them layer ones uh, because like architecturally like and from design perspective it's not correct to name things like one two three when they have functional meaning how do you call it execution layer and like uh, because like it's where transactions actually being executed like operational chains uh and uh, and we in future, I see Web3 as a joint industry, like joint in- infrastructure, uh, when you deploy your decentral- decentralized application on the whole Web3, and you don't even know where it will be landed, like on what layer one? Like w- right now, when I send you a message in telegram, do I know which server did process it like? Is it in Netherlands? Yeah. Or is it like in Switzerland? Yeah. Do I need to know? Yeah. Maybe if I like really want to trace it, I will be able to do this. The same I will be able to do with layer 1s, like like execution layer chains. But I don't, as a user, I don't really care. I just need the message to be sent. I just need the money to be in transferred. I just need a decentralized organization to have a decision being made. That's what I need. I need value, I don't need to know details, integrated details of how the infrastructure works. That's it.
0: Yeah, but you know, like right now it seems like uh, it's all like for tech heads. Like once you go to Web3 and uh, like even as a user, like you try to use some DAP and there is like so many of complex uh, words uh, that you cannot really understand like how is it like, uh, how does it work? And imagine, like, the Web2 founder that is not a technical person, right? So he's like, with a business background, for example, and he wants to be, he has an amazing idea, and he wants to build in, uh, in Web3 because he thinks that blockchain can really help in that. And uh, in Web2, it's very easy. Like, we have IOs, we have Windows, we have, if it's, m- like, mobile app, like, you have Android, yeah. so you know, like, where is, like, where you go? How about Web3? What are the steps that, that this web 2 founder can take in terms of decision makings to where to go? Like if he wants to build on Web3. Yeah,
1: uh, I have like a universal suggestion for any founder who want to build something with real value for people. Yeah. So let's say like you're building something for uh, the organization of talent, like or you're building something like for. Technization of some other goods like I don't know like basically what you do it you, you have an industry like education like how people like commercialize their talent and you just want to increase efficiency and you just see or feel that Web3 uh, somehow can make help you do this but what do you want to do you want to build not only a business but you also want to build an infrastructure piece of a future Web3 and what I suggest to everyone first of all focused to, on multi-chain by default just say okay we know we acknowledge that neither one of current player ones will be just single solution that there will be multi-chain that there will be like joint web stream and like and like and you are kind of waiting for it and your strategy is to build on multi-chain but also you need to build a business so if if you for example in the education industry you need to start earning money, you need to get traction. You're basically build a Web2 business. Do it whatever you want, any way you want. Like somehow start to talk to customers, somehow start to understand their needs, somehow start to build maybe some product like Web2 product, maybe services. But you will have connections to businesses, We will have the connection to industry and you will grow your domain expertise. Simultaneously build your R&D team and start building infrastructure for Future multi-chain, which embeds your domain-specific primitives, like what it is, like basically, how do exactly you tokenize talent. There should be a protocol in future Web3, but don't rely on any of layer 1s, because in future there will be an abstraction, you'll be deploying the whole application on Web3. This is your iOS, this is your uh, Android, it just like will be just one, that's it, just single one.
0: I know that you you have this specific vision right even that you already mentioned how it will look like the complete like web tree architecture in the future and can you a uh, a little bit elaborate how will it look like in the future from your perspective
1: yeah so recently i came up with the architecture how to actually unite all the blockchains how to unite all the infrastructure pieces into one single network and it does has five layers it's application layer aggregation layer Executional layer, Relay layer, and Core layer, which is not actually layer, which is just core chain. So, and basically, all the current solutions which exist on the market fit into this architecture. And this architecture is basically of a meta protocol, meta protocol which unites all the players, all the infrastructure players into one single network.
0: Can you like explain maybe for someone who is not uh, a developer how it will will be okay. like connected to, with with each other sure it seems like it's onion right uh, it's yeah, like,
1: it's a- like well, you know, layers always represents kind of like onion like visually yeah so I can go I could go through the flow like first you have your application let's say you, you already have your application on the web three this application um, it has users so user sends a transaction like a operation to your application it's receives it been received on the application layer, where your application is actually hosted. So at this layer, your application, you as the owner of application, you already sign this transaction with your private key. It's, it was signed before this by user, but now you sign, okay, I'm authorizing this application to be, be being processed with this specific transaction. And then this, this transaction goes to aggregation layer. And now, uh, why it's going to aggregation layers, not even going to blockchain yet. It needs to be routed because, like, when you operate with Web3, you have data. You have, like, uh, data, like, let's say your patient data, like, or transportation data. And it's hosted on different uh, layer ones, different execution chains. And now you need to find where it's the cheapest way. To process this transaction, like your application is, you you as application owner, like a developer, like entrepreneur, you want the cheapest execution, right? Like you don't want to pay the highest price. (laughs) So, and the router decides, okay, I need to take this operation and send it to some of layer ones, which will, which already have the data you need. Because it's
0: execution layer, right? Yeah, yeah, execution, exactly.
1: You, yeah, like, okay, let's talk the correct terms already then. So like and router on aggregation layer, okay, he, it has connections to number of um, execution layer chains, and let's see, okay, on this chain we have this data, on that chain we have this data. Execution on this chain costs this much assumption because it estimates, it cannot, you, cannot, uh, you never know what exactly will be the cost, but it estimates how much it will cost to execute this specific transaction. And it basically may, makes a bet. And this is how router earns money. So, so like you as a uh, application owner, you just pay a fixed price for execution to the router, and the router tries to make it even cheaper than you paid. So, in the difference is paid to router operator, and this is how router earns money by finding the most optimal ways to execute transaction. Okay. What does it create? It creates incentive for execution layer to compete. For the most efficient execution of transactions and also compete for how to get the whole data of web3 because no single operational chain will be able to host all data maybe someone will but it's not efficient so you need to choose which data to host because some data will be more used some data will be less used some data will application owners will be ready to pay higher price some will be ready to pay lower price so you need to decide okay, what data I choose uh, to host on my chain and uh, yeah and like and also how you, you optimize your blockchain to process this data. So and then when it gets to uh, execution layer it's being processed now it's finally in the blockchain but it's actually still can be reverted because now you need to synchronize all the other chains which also have The same data with a new update, and it's it's been done through relay layer. So one once on execution layer you have an update, it sends an event through relay chains through relay layer to all the other execution layer chains, which which has the same data. Because we need data consistency. We, we cannot like uh, make a change to, to the same data and not update it on another one. Because what if someone else being updated simultaneously the same data on the other chain, right? Like we need, yeah. we need consistency. We cannot like let the data be in conflict. So this is like responsibility of relay chains. So they transfer data between execution layer chains to keep the whole execution layer consistent. But the thing is, that no, no uh, not necessary. one relay chain, all relay chains will be connected to all execution layer chains because there is, they also need to choose, right? Like which execution layer chains to be connected because they also receive money for transferring these events between execution layer chains. So now we need to synchronize the relay chains as well. And this is like what I was struggling the most uh, because I came up with this architecture and like, wow, shit. So like it can go infinitely, you know, like because like it can go like infinitely because it will be on next, 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 next next level.
0: And this is what you're working right now yeah. right? So this is your vision of how it will be like the yeah, architecture yeah. in Web3 in the future.
1: Yeah, that's right. So this is basically what we're building right now. We have like our labs. And we're building
0: Yeah, collective intelligence labs, right? That's so right. it's a research lab, actually, right? Yeah, so that's what you do there.
1: Yeah, we incubate technologies. So we basically, what we're building right now, we want to realize the full vision of this um, web stream. And in order to do so, we need to build every single piece, like on like an, a node, on uh, relay layer, on execution layer, liquidation layer, also like some SDK for application layer, also core chain. So we need to build all of these. And these are separate businesses. This can be like every one of these is a business, which has a token, which can be traded, which can earn money by processing transactions. So, and like the business model of our lab, we incubate technologies, we built a prototype till it's ready, till it's functional. And then we find a team who want to continue building it as a business and like developing this as a business. So this is now our strategy. Like we built prototypes of so every layer, and we find people who want to continue building it, like and be one of the first entrepreneurs who will be participating into in uniting the whole Web3 industry.
0: Oh, very interesting. So I know that you have 50 inventions right now, right, and research projects.
1: Yeah, about something about like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then you have also. Uh, 10 projects that you're already incubating, right?
1: Yeah, so basically we use NASA technology readiness level uh, classification for readiness of technologies. So basically until the project is uh, ready to be a startup, we call it technology or invention. When it's ready to be startup, we call it project. So like we have 50 inventions and uh, 10 of them are projects, but I would say there's already maybe 14 of them are projects.
0: And in 2023, what cases do you think we will see? Maybe from your lab, maybe in in general, also in Web3 that you will be looking to incubate also in your labs.
1: Yeah, so I think there will be definitely a lot of cases with AI because we, our labs is not actually just limited to blockchain, uh, and, be, and actually okay. Web3 is also not limited yes. to blockchain. Sure. Yeah, Web3 also does include AI. And uh, I believe there will be a lot of coverages in this in uh, with these two industries, because basically what the uh, web three can give to AI is that our data will be used only from our permission by AI. So like uh, this is like what, what is different right now. Like all these AI models we have right now, they've been trained. On our data without even our permission, you know, like that's yeah, yeah, and and yeah. sometimes they sometimes, sometimes they utilize it. Yeah. But um, regarding cases, I think once we have the whole Web3 industry united, once we have like uh, once we have like really all uh, single like all infrastructure pieces connected through uh, through Protocol into single Web3, we will have like a massive adoption of Web3 by current Web2 companies. Because it will be very easy for them to integrate Web3. You will have like really simple model, like subscription model. You pay like uh, $100 per month, you get like this number of operations, this number of transactions. You don't need to worry about which layer one to choose. You just use the infrastructure, almost like you use a cloud. So I think that it will create, uh, finally, it will create um, in an incentive to build real-world applications, like not just infrastructure, not just speculative things, but real-world application which help real p- problems of real people, like with education, with health, with transportation, all these social-economic processes we need for our existence. We need to live on this planet. I think like one of the cases interesting with AI. Uh, is so once we have this united uh, web3 infrastructure and metaphorical there will be a very cool use case for ai because basically uh, when you have uh, a number of operational chains hosting data you need to juggle this data and you can optimize it through ai like where to host it like and and also router there will be a lot of ai application in web3 just for optimization of where to host data, where to send transaction, which aggregation uh, uh, operational chains connect to your relay chain. So I think these use cases infrastructure wise will be very important from real world use cases. I cannot select one because I love them all. Like I love, uh, because I think it's all important. Like it's all important for us as a humanity to advance how we do educate ourselves. How do we, do our healthcare like there's a lot of like important things for our society and i cannot like put one uh, in, like higher than another so like it's the, there's like they're all important
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, definitely there will be like lots of impact that we will see with with these technologies in the future. And uh, you are talking a lot about like being interconnected, like how it will be like all one like meta protocol, as you call it. And uh, looking back to 2022, right? So we uh, have seen lots of um, events, right? Like collapse of Terra, like FTX that actually... um, really show the vulnerability of this inter being so interconnected. I mean, like it's where like all uh, all crypto sector was suffering because of, of those events. How do you think this could be addressed um, in the future A- and actually in the next years? Because this is obviously something that that we have at this moment.
1: Interconnected is different from interdependent. Like it's like your relationship when you have interdependent relationship, it's not re- like it's not uh, harmony it's not a symbiosis like and uh, what do we have uh, now in web 3 is uh, that there's a lot of speculation and like and this speculation built on top of like other speculations and they like kind of interdependent yeah and and this cause problems that when something collapse everything collapse and on in this industry there's no regulation at all and what, why these collapses even happened. Because there were some things people were doing which were really dangerous for their businesses, for the money of their uh, holders. And and they still were doing this because it's possible, because nobody does regulate it. And when you have like really high competition and Web3 industry is very high, comp- high competitive industry, you sometimes try start to look into things which are not maybe even ethical but kind of competitors push you to do this and so on so and this is like what led to the events which happened basically no regulation this is what happens and the thing is that governments cannot regulate blockchain it's just like maybe it's possible because like i don't like work word impossible but it will require like a lot of like uh, resources and it still will always be like something you do not regulate. That's why I believe that the solution for all these things which happened and the solution to this, like to prevent these things happening in the future is self-regulation. And this is actually what I came up with uh, as a solution also to unite all the networks. Because as I told you, like it was infinite flow, like over layers and we need to stop at some point point. and basically to stop uh, this infinite flow of layers and also regulate the industry, we need a proper institution we need some body, regulatory body which will be regulating Web3 and it should be self-regulation so, this, so the whole institution has to be hosted on Web3 and this is what I'm building right now as well so I came up with the architecture and structure for this institution, and it's called Collective Intelligence Council uh, or Collective Intelligence Institution, because in order to unite the network, you need standards, you need to know what is the format of the data, what is the uh, elliptic curve uh, cryptography, which is allowed to use for uh, sending transactions. So you cannot unite the network without standardization. So we need a body which will regulate proper behavior on the, in the network but also which will introduce standards which will be basis for unification of the whole network and this is like something we are also building like but it's not it's not directly connected to collect labs it's just the name the same uh, okay. similar yeah. yeah but it's it's like it's a DAO it's a separate DAO. be yeah, so.
0: like a, yeah that it um, I have a question like you want to to um, make this like to unite like, the web tree but how are you going to do this with all the competition
1: it's very easy uh, with uh, an architecture which makes a benefit for all of them to join that's it so basically once once the all the custom players all the uh, web 3 players being united it's just in benefit of them because in benefit of especially those who have good technology because if you have bad technology and you're just pumping dumping your token probably it will not be good for you to join uh, the network with healthy competition for execution for efficient quick uh, and like transparent business models like it's like it's it's just only for those who really want to compete on a on a real business like how fast you can execute transactions for example and for those, it will be really highly beneficial to join these join this network. And um, and the thing is that to do this, we don't even need like actually to do this, we don't even need to convince everyone, because the architecture designed allows us integration of our primitives in all the layer ones, and it's possible to do this because it's open networks. You can just yeah. introduce it like right there. That's it. So it's inevitable. It's happening. It's happening, and probably it will be happening rather soon.
0: You mentioned also about like encryption, right? And um, there was a very interesting topic in the World Economic Forum, and Arvind Krishna, the current CEO of IBM, he mentioned uh, about the power of uh, quantum computing that in. Um, In a couple of years, it will be even possible that quantum computer can hack the two-factor notification. So how is it like really what we have already this knowledge about quantum computing, how is it will be like impacting the web tree security?
1: Dramatically. So basically all your private keys will become public keys, kind of like not public, but they basically everybody will be able to access your money like right away.
0: So how would we leave that?
1: <laughs> so there is a solution: quantum-resistant cryptography. And okay. once in in meta protocol, we obviously will use crypto, uh, quantum-resistant cryptography because, like, it needs to be future-proof. And it's um, already possible to do this now. But current protocols will have some somehow to migrate to quantum-resistant cryptography. And it's uh, yeah, it's it will be a challenge for the industry. But basically, we should expect that at some point, when malicious actors will get access to the technology, like uh, basically, they will get access to all the keys they want.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a little bit scary, and and in yeah. this like thinking just about that. Bec-
1: but with blockchain, it's easy. All data is public, so that's why like that's why it's even uh, this is like the first thing to attack once malicious actors get access to quantum computers powerful enough powerful enough of course to uh, make these I would say uh, yeah basically calculate private keys yep.
0: so have you been hacked ever uh, I mean, uh, t- you're very strong, the powerful. Like, I mean, like, I, you know, all these things, how it works.
1: Yeah, so I'm not sure if i ever been hacked, to be honest. Like, I don't think so.
0: And you've been, like, actually having your first wallet, when?
1: 2009.
0: Exactly, 2009, right? And so it was with, with the Bitcoin. Still and still so somewhere. <laughs> hacked, seriously.
1: Uh, yeah, but uh, I would not say that I'm kind of... Uh, I'm I'm not using crypto much to be honest. Like I don't hold much crypto. I n- never hold that much crypto. Uh, like, it's, uh, I still have some bitcoins which I mined in 2009, I think. I don't know because like at that time it was like one dollar uh, even less, I think. Like I don't. I, 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 and it was not possible to withdraw your money. It was not like like there was no exchanges available at this at that point. I think zero. I think maybe. uh, there were ways to exchange, but you did need to do it locally. Uh, I do remember some infrastructure be ready, but back time in Belarus, we were banned even from PayPal. so like no, no way to withdraw money. Uh, so that's why maybe I was not hacked yet because like it's on cold storage. like, like it's uh, in uh, on a hard drive which is not connected to the blockch- uh, to blockchain, not connected to internet at all.
0: No one wants to hack a Belarusian developer, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, I think like just luck, to be honest. Like I, I was not hacked just because of luck. I don't think that it's uh, how to say it's my skills because uh, in nowadays anyone can be hacked.
0: You mentioned that also like all the data is public, so all the wallets, everything is public. All the transactions are public, so you can actually see this data, and even wallets are being. Uh, like with no name, so you cannot connect like immediately to the person. But a big tech have been using already AI to collect the personal data, right? And in in theory, if you have a good AI platform, you can actually connect the wallet and all these transactions and actions that you do in the internet to the certain person. So uh, one of the points that why everyone is so enthusiastic about Bobtree because the big tech is not collecting your data. It's not owning yeah. the data. you like the owner of the data. But from this point of view, like if someone does this AI platform, collect this data and says, okay, this wallet is no right? This wallet is Alex. So how do you really prevent that like uh, being used as data, right? Do you think there is any solutions? Like- so
1: now you just have to accept the fact that um, all the transactions you did before and probably you people will know, like probably people will know with all the transactions you did before. Uh, because this like exactly what happened, like what you described already, like people have the access to this data and there is ways to connect the dots, basically to understand yeah. like this person is owning this uh, Bitcoin address. But in future, we will have uh, a different infrastructure. Basically, Web Three, like the Joint Web Three Network, will be an infrastructure for benevolent AI, for AI which kind of transparent, which you know, when it when it access your data, it ask a permission, and you have your data on your, like you own your data, and you can decide. Okay, I can give a permission to this AI to train like I you don't know like something on your data like um, you know exactly what it will be doing you know that your data will never leave your local environment it's just like model comes to you not your data comes to model like it's happening right now but the model comes to you train and go back mm-hmm. and you've been paid for this of course because yeah now, I was yeah.
0: I was expecting so yeah, if yeah. uh because if you call uh, someone collects your data that's data it's yours, right? That's you supposed to be the owner. So if you sell it, you need to have the benefit of it. Because at this moment we use all of this like Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp um, and Google, uh, etc. Whatever you, we use, whatever data we, about us is collected, it's, we don't even know what is used about us. Yeah. I mean, they, they try to improve this, but um, it's, still, it's still been a process.
1: Still a black box we don't know what's happening they can do whatever they want with this data
0: Uh, all right so you are very optimistic about about the future right so what do you think about uh, 2023 so like the main events for you for web3
1: yeah i think there will be realization that actually web3 is um, much more than just crypto and blockchain that web3 is actually In infrastructure for the next society, for the next uh, like level of humanity because Web3 has these values, this transparency, all this we need in future society. People who want to live in society which has all the values Web3 provides, they literally like want to be like more transparent, more act from more from love than from fear, because when you collect data, and try and just uh, just hide it like in in a black box. It's basically not very how to say. It's not very healthy for society to have these actors like. And uh, and you can aggregate this data. You can store it. You can misuse it. But when you wanna do act honestly, you wanna an infrastructure will sup- which will support this honest actions like actions from love. And this is like what I think Web3 is. It's like it's just an infrastructure for the next society.
0: Wow, thank you so much. It was a very big pleasure to have also from Belarus someone. I'm from Belarus, you know, so so it's very good to, to talk to you and to know what you're doing right now and what you're developing. And yeah, thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Big pleasure.